0: So, TJ, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it, Brian. Right on, man. Let's have some some fun talking about what it was like to be a beginner, and maybe it'll be useful to those that are just learning how to play guitar. Yeah, let's do this, man. So, you know something about being a beginner, not only on guitar, which you've now been playing for 30 years? Uh, Close to it, yeah. Somewhere around there. I always kind of round up, but yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 30 years or so but you recently
1: took up playing
0: the piano. So tell me what it's like to be a beginner
1: again. It's been a struggle, man. Um, it hasn't been easy. I think if I would have tried to learn how to play piano in my younger years, it would be a lot easier because, you know, they say the older you get, you know. I feel it now, even just learning songs on guitar, like I can't learn them as quick as I used to. Do you, you think know? it's more difficult than guitar or comparable? Oh, definitely more difficult. Um, the part that I'm having trouble with right now is, like, just put making my two hands work together. And to me, it's like playing two, two different instruments at the exact same time. I can't really seem to put them together and make them work in unison.
0: Then, yeah, that is the piano's issue, is left hand, right hand. Though there is some of that on guitar, but piano has a special problem in that... Its music is written on two different clefts, so reading is especially difficult because you've got to shepherd your mind around two clefts happening simultaneously.
1: Yeah. I still can't really read in the, uh, the bass cleft too well. Um, but I'm, So you can decipher but not read. Well, I, guitar is in the treble cleft, so I know how to read in the treble cleft. Yeah, totally. Um, so, that, so my right-hand technique has been, been better than my left-hand technique in that aspect.
0: In our preparation for this podcast, you mentioned to me something about sounding like a rock star with just five notes. You were uh, making a reference to the pentatonic scale, which to a guitar player is sort of the holy grail and the gateway to learning how to play lead guitar. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Well, that was the first scale that you learned that makes you sound like a rock star. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, like it's just five notes too, and it's just a... You don't even have to use all five notes, you know? You, just get... you know. that's I'm only using four notes right there, and I'm just bending them here and there. Yeah, I had
0: a similar experience whenever I first learned to play the pentatonic scale. My guitar teacher also taught me how to play a guitar solo to a Motley Crue song. I think it was Raise Your Hands to Rock, which was on Theater of Pain. You remember that song? Uh,
1: I'd have to listen to it. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember that song. Anyways, it had this, I forget it. I don't even remember the solo, you know. It had this sort of like rockin' solo. And then I was jamming with some friends of mine. So I'd learned this solo, and I was like, okay. I'm, you showed me this, like, set of notes. i like, you know, thanks for showing me that. Yeah. And then I learned the solo, and then I just, like, was playing the solo. I wasn't, like, playing yeah. the, practicing the scale, you know. I, I just wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't there as a kid. I was just, I'm just going to play the solo to over and over again. And then I was at a rehearsal with some friends, and the bass player I was jamming with said, solo now, and just, like, looked at me, and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And the only thing I could think to do was I just, I just started playing the <clears throat> raise-your-hands-the-rock solo. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Which uh, would probably work perfectly. And the, precisely. It worked, yeah. worked awesomely. And, and I remember, like, they were looking, they were, like, shaking their head, like, yeah. You're really rocking it. And I was like, yes, I know. I'm playing Raise Your Hands to Rock. <laughs> but it, what, it, what song were you actually playing, though? Like, oh, some dumbass song that we had written. I, I don't remember. The Achievement was brought to me by
1: the Pentatonic Scale. It Thanks. took me a long time to get uh, my first achievements. I, I sucked for a really long time. Oh, no, I still sucked. I wasn't like, you know, if we had a recording of that solo right now, I'd be like, "Eh, we should not play that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, even like, you know, the simplest things that were just so difficult for me at first, as with everybody. But uh, it seemed to take me a little bit longer. I'd get really frustrated. You probably have a lot more patience for the process. Oh, yeah. There's something to be said about learning something when you're young that you'll always remember it.
0: Yeah, the mind is more of a sponge at that age than it is when you're 40, say. And there's nothing you can do about it, but it's still fun to learn. It's still a good experience to engage yourself in the learning process. You know, even if if progress is slow, the it's still a wise decision to try to better yourself and try to learn all the time. And learning an instrument is great for that.
1: Yeah, I, I think I had more fun learning guitar when I was young, though. Just because uh, when you're learning something when you're young, you have all your friends too that are into it as well, and that was the best part about it. Yeah, I'm just being with being with your pals and hanging out. And TJ and I went
0: to high school together, and we sort of knew the same dudes, and we were both in the metal. And as far as I know, we might have been the the two. Lead guitar players in school. I don't, I don't, was it, were there any other players? Mike Gartland could Mike play. Mike Garland, yeah, he was really good. So, anyways, we were like the, the two lead guitar players. So, yeah, whenever you're a teenager, you know, it's easy to get swept away in Olympic event aspect of it. Like, who can play the fastest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right?
1: I'm playing fast wrist with my pal. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> remember you teaching me how to sweep, you know, it something like. That's about what it sounded like, too, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: sweeping's hard, man. I don't even like to sweep my porch. Yeah, I don't even attempt it anymore. I'm done. Right. Well, I, I just play them way slower now. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it just... Yeah, how they're supposed to be playing. Yeah. This one's really easy. You could probably do this one. It's like that G major 7. G major 7, yeah. It's yeah, it's just like a diagonal line. Ross Hastings, who was on my podcast, said that's the only... That's the only sweep he'll do in public. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which which is a great line. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I'm going to take his advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you can use them tastefully. Yeah, but anyways, in high school, we'd be playing with, you know, sounds that were like, let's see if I can dial one up. (laughs) (laughs) That's what made him sound good, yeah. So you could play like slops. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So I just played like the slumpiest. Here's the, what that sweep really sounded like.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I, I don't know what to tell you guys, but then that's, that's how the soup is made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you wanted to use distortion, it's the OCD. So you can press that button, see what that sounds like. Oh, okay. Then you can put the delay on.
1: Right here? Uh huh.
0: Now you sound like the hero of honor.
1: <laughs> I don't know what chord were you playing there.
0: I don't. I don't remember.
1: <laughs> That's it. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote?
0: Uh, hold on, maybe. I, I, maybe. Do I remember the first song I ever wrote? Yeah, I might have to meditate on. Here, it was something like yeah, it was something like that, but I don't remember where it went.
1: Yeah, ended up that. Wow, that's a lot better than my first song. Listen, listen to this crap.
0: talk about man awesome. <laughs> it's awesome so much more e- badass way more badass than my song it sounded like a ramon song meets the misfits
1: yeah it's, it's pretty cool though man it's not bad <laughs> there's really no structure to it though you know it just goes from an e-flat to an e you know that's the groove yeah you know i, I did want to ask you
0: about that about beginners and the sort of unremitting chaos that is being a beginner what brought order to the chaos
1: for you I would say that, you know, like when I learned the pentatonic scale and when I started messing around with that, that's one. Yeah, there was a lot of three-chord songs. I like to think of my first song that I learned how to play was Stairway to Heaven. Um, yeah. Because that, a... fir- that was the first complete song that I learned how to play.
0: Okay, go on. Sorry, that was rude.
1: Well, it's actually kind of a common walkdown in music. There's been a lot of songs that are, this have the yeah. same chords. I can't... Yeah, that's t- pure Jimmy Page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, yeah,
0: of Stairway to Heaven, you know, the Enter Sandmans, and Crazy Trains of the World did a lot for our metal brethren in high school, right? We just, it's sort of how we learn how to play songs, or at least it's how I did. Back to this business of being a beginner. What was it like the very first year or so for you as far as chord changes? I, I remember my experience was trying to desperately keep up with the song.
1: Yeah. Whenever the chord it was changed. Tough. yeah. and
0: it was so frustrating, and it was a special sort of suffering.
1: We well, had to learn the chords first, and then you know, yeah, and, and then, that's hard then enough. Then you had to learn the chord changes. Put your hand in this mm-hmm. devious. Yeah, when you're trying to learn when you're trying to learn the chord changes and the chords at the same time. Yeah, that's that just that's a mess. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, what about hard knocks when it comes to being a beginner? What are some of the things that you were especially frustrated by or things that seemed to hold you back? You know, for, from you know my point of view, the first thing was like the chord changes, and I sort of went after that hard enough that I started to be able to do that. But then I started to learn lead guitar, and that is just an ocean of uncertainty. So what were some of the things that were difficult lessons for you?
1: Well, I think the first chords I learned, you know, was just power chords, you know. Okay, right. Go on. <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, you, there, that's what I learned before I learned like actual chords and putting, you know, doing the chord changes and everything like that. So I mean, a power chord, you just got to slide it up and down. You know, it's the same form. You know, you just got to keep your hand. Yeah. In that same form.
0: That's one of the confidence boosters, what you saying? Like learning power chords and being able to Absolutely, solve. Absolutely, yeah. Solve especially when
1: you have like distortion, you know, and you crank that that gain all the way up and
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, man well what about so back to the question was there anything that was the opposite of that anything that held you back
1: um yeah the chord changes i had a lot of a the, lot of painful yeah. moments oh yeah I don't know, man. I was really bad for a really long time. Just learning <laughs> scales, learning chords. This, the pentatonic scale was like the first scale that I learned how to play right. Yeah, so you and could so- see it
0: through all the tears, the blood, sweat, and tears. You were, yeah. you were crying from, from all the sorrow. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Ho,
1: oh, I'm playing rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned uh, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, blood. You know, the first thing I ever did on the, uh, on the guitar is I, I slid up the neck, you know, on the uh, high E string. Like, you were doing this? Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I saw my buddy doing. it, yeah. 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 B- yeah if, and if you don't have
0: calluses, that could, like, just bust your skin open. Yeah. It, right? And that's what it did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. Right. My first experience like, with he, the instrument it was here a, you go. a painful what the one. what guitar does. Well, yeah. you have to admit that the piano does not do that. And in that sense, it's much easier. Like, you, you just press the button, and it's a perfect note every time. Not so on guitar. There's this... I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, maybe it's because I'm old now, but uh, I think I have tennis elbow from playing piano.
0: Yeah, so it still hurts. Yeah. So learning is hard. Playing an instrument hurts. What about train wrecks on stage? Has your band ever crashed into the mountain?
1: Mine certainly have. Stainless has begin, uh, been together for, what, um, almost 20 years now. So you could say there's 20 years of train wrecks. It's, like, it's just an ocean of playing, train wrecks. Yeah. I mean, come on, we're playing 80s metal. Yes, this <laughs> is as we, far as you When we can go see. up on stage, we're wearing wigs. And, right. You know, we're basically clowns with instruments. Well, I have to say that the costumes probably soften
0: the blow of the train wreck to some degree, right? Yeah. Then you can just be Pe- this people, guy.
1: People expect us to suck, so. <laughs> no, oh, we always say the more, the more you drink, uh, the better we sound. Yeah, that's a little harsh. <laughs> it's like uh, taking a trip on a time machine in a way. So for our listeners, maybe
0: we can unpack precisely what we mean by, you know, train wreck. So, you might be playing along and half the band might play the song differently than you play it. Or maybe just personally, like lead guitar is just the art of avoiding train wrecks. Like, okay, spotlight time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> you're not even playing in the right key. Yeah. The song is in E, you're yeah, playing yeah. somewhere in
0: right, E man. flat just or something. All kinds, just mayhem. Those that are not lead guitar players do know that there is just mayhem lurking around every corner of every song for
1: the rest of reality. And it can go spectacularly wrong. I kind of cover up my sound a little bit, you know, my sloppiness by, you know, like uh, just cranking up the distortion a little bit. And the wah pedal, man, that's that saved my life. <laughs> yeah, that's Kirk Hammett's trick. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a devious trick. I mean, I like the wah-wah pedal, don't get me
0: wrong. Like, it's totally awesome. But sometimes... It just covers up for I I have no idea what's going on right now, man. <laughs> you're, just, you're just you're like sweet, whatever. Oh, there's a wall ball pedal on that board there, but turn on that uh, auto wall and maybe play some Here, Wait. We'll pretend we're in a metal band, okay? So put that up. put yeah, put that on, maybe put the delay on. Right? And just just play effort. Yeah, Literally do no wrong, right? (laughs) Somebody shoot a tranquilizer dart at him. (laughs) (laughs) Just like spazzing out on stage, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it is like a a little conniption fit. Yeah, it is. Would you take it easy, man?
1: You've ever ever been to to like a G3 concert or anything? I've heard a lot
0: about them and I've I've watched some YouTube videos. Yeah, that's just man, that's too much for me.
1: Yeah, I I sat through an entire G3 concert. I was I didn't I didn't play a lead for like three years. I I was like done. You know, like I just wanted nothing I didn't want to hear another guitar solo, man.
0: How about we just play some guitar solos? Sound good? Sure, let's do this.
1: Thanks, TJ. Until next time. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.